are now about to witness the strength of knowledge. This is Steve Dace. Raising a banner of bold colors, no pale pastels. People should not be afraid of their governments. Governments should be afraid of their people. Our rights are inherent and essential, derived from our maker. That is liberty, and liberty will reign in America. This is Steve Dace. And greetings. Happy Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in today here on CRTV. Podcast edition exclusively on Westwood One. I'm Steve Dace. Todd and Aaron are here with us as well. We would love it if you would join us. Steve at SteveDace.com is the email address. Last name spelled D-E-A-C-E. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Steve Dace Show. We just wrapped up. Our television show for CRTV. Gentlemen, let's give the audience a preview of what is to come. Todd. Well, Daniel Horowitz is quite confident, objectively speaking, that regardless of how the Nunez memo is handled, uh, the, the, the guts of it, what's at, what it's actually speaking to, is legit. This is not sound and fury signifying nothing, and that is encouraging. Aaron, um, you, you've heard us probably say over the last few days, and I don't think it's a mistake um, that we need a new party. And Daniel Horowitz is, I think it was his first uh, kind of sentence in, um, in, in his appearance today, underscores that. Uh, and I don't want to get into it, uh, into it too specifically, but what I was thinking while he was talking during his first kind of opening salvo on his appearance today was we got excited over that, uh, talking about the, the shutdown. So uh, that's one thing to watch for. You can watch our show today on CRTV, as well as all of the shows here on CRTV, including the great one Mark Levin, uh, Phil Robertson of Duck Dynasty fame, and more. CRTV.com is the website. CRTV.com. Use my name not just as a put-down or an insult. Uh, You can also use it to get a discount. CRTV.com, promo code DACE, D-E-A-C-E. Get a discounted subscription to CRTV on an annual basis. And if that's a little too big of a nut for you to crack up front, that's why we have monthly subscription options as well with a free trial period. So if you try us during that trial period and you're like, you guys are terrible at this, you suck at life, cancel before it expires and you won't be charged a dime. CRTV.com, promo code DACE. And also, those of you that follow the podcast each day, Keep those positive reviews if you like us. If you don't like us, just maybe, you know, move on. Um, But if you do like us, keep those positive reviews coming. They do help us to grow, and they help Westwood One to grow this podcast by word of mouth, and we greatly appreciate that as well. All right, let's get to it. It's a Wednesday. It's a buy, sell, or hold Wednesday. Our producer, Aaron, throws out a series of provocative statements, some of them supplied by you in the audience, some of them supplied by the deep bowels and recesses of his mind. Uh, Todd and I will then decide, are we buying that? Are we selling it? And why? Once per episode, we are permitted to put a hold on something, but that can only be used in the most drastic of situations, for it is a punk move, and it is clearly, a therefore, a violation of the dude code. So, Aaron... You may fire when ready. Thank you, Steve. First from Politics Guy. Do the FBI memos get released by February 15th? Rephrased as a statement, they get released by the 15th. You buying or selling that? 
I'm going to buy that. I mean, that's now what? Three and a half weeks from now. I'm going to I'm going to buy that. I think. Um, Politically speaking, they should be putting them out as soon as they, they... I agree with what you said on the TV show. They should have put them out yesterday. I think every day they put these out. And... The hype builds accordingly. And... I think you have to be careful about not living up to that hype. And I think that... Um, you also give the opposition party, the Democrats, time to, to regroup and figure out what their narrative to strike it down is going to be. I, I don't have a problem with some advanced billing, building up the hype. I'm not saying not to build up any hype for it if you have the goods. But now we're going on, this is going on for like a week now, we've been having this hype. You start hyping something up for two or three weeks and... It better pay off. And if it doesn't, the the boomerang effect is a female dog. So I, I hope for the sake of some good people that I've dealt with in the past, like Congressman Mark Meadows, people that I know, like Congressman Steve King and others that are, I mean, they are <laughs> macho man savaging this thing, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, this thing, I mean, they are hyping this thing up. When we get to WrestleMania, that Hogan-Macho Man match better not be over like in 10 minutes, guys. You know what I'm trying to... I mean, I, I better see every finishing move. I want to see blood. I want to see somebody cut. You know what I mean? I, we This they better live up to the hype, Todd. I will also buy. Uh, this is also helpful to uh, help... Uh to plow the road for what's to coming ahead. I mean, we have to pass another um, budget deal by February 6th. Is that the date that was put, the marker mm-hmm. that was put down? Mm-hmm. And the, the the deadline is in March to, to deal with uh, DACA. I can't remember uh, what that is uh, specifically, but you keep... The Democrats reeling. I, before Trump even got in office, I said, you know, the, the Republicans have got to be going after multiple issues at one uh, time to to keep the Democrats uh, on the ropes so they can't grandstand on any one issue. Here you put that out there. If it is what it is, it, it should v- diminish uh, the de- Democrats even further after what was just an uh, appallingly laughable uh show uh regarding the shutdown so there's the first reason to do it is what steve just the truth of the matter and the 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 state of the nation the state of the fbi but for pure politics get it out there because there's reasons that are coming up dates that you can help expedite the process because of how you will diminish democrats uh, through the truth of the matter here i mean you build this thing up and if it doesn't reach the crescendo you hope, what's that do to your base? And then what's that do to theirs? Right. Right? So there you go. Laura Bishop, John Kelly will quit by the end of the year, if not sooner. I think I think almost putting anybody's name in such a buy-seller hold, when you just look at the track record of Trump's political machinery and operation going back to when he was a candidate. 
Okay. Yeah, I think unless unless they have Trump DNA, or they have married someone with Trump DNA, I, I think you're. It's a safe bet just to put by on this question. Fill in any name, any name, even people right now who are crushing it for Trump, like Sarah Sanders, as for example. Just if you look at the track record, people don't tend to last in that orbit very long, unless they are people with that DNA and a couple of notable exceptions is Hope Hicks and and really his his personal assistant whose name often goes unmentioned but who I dealt with a lot when I had a lot of my dealings with Trump Rona Graf so except for a couple of exceptions like Hope Hicks Rona Graf his bodyguard I think he's had the same uh, security bodyguard chief for many many years now and the same guy that was involved with the Stormy Daniels thing going back to 2006 she was in he mentioned or she mentioned him by name in her report of what happened uh, you know 12 years ago in that episode those are very limited exceptions and they all go back Hope Hicks worked for Trump before he was a candidate Rona Graf was his personal assistant before he was a candidate since he's become a full-time candidate the turnover has been extraordinary so i i just think it's a safe bet nothing against john kelly nothing against trump i just looking at the track record todd anybody that isn't directly related to him in some way i just would buy this question period just looking at track record alone that's the smart money i'll sell i think you even asked this question a while back and i probably bought then but the more i watch him he has so much power it seems uh that and there's a little momentum now i i think as long as that stays i think he his if he wasn't a um a military general who has a sense of uh the call of duty and being comfortable around uh bullets flying i i'd probably buy just like you but i, I think he's it's, as long as this isn't just a total cluster where his integrity is totally going to be called into question if he stays i think he's going to feel a sense of having to be there to keep his hand on the rudder one thing though you said a minute ago his power grows it is we used to have a saying and the the worst thing a manager could get was the dreaded vote of confidence remember that in baseball and the precedent for that was when tony la Russa was with the white Sox. You know, and they had had a, a, that year where they won the division by 20 games in 1983, I think it was, right? And um, two years later, there was talk that he had flamed out and they were going to fire him. Ownership gave Tony Larusa a dreaded vote of confidence. That's how it became known as the dreaded vote of confidence. They gave him a vote of confidence publicly and like fired him the next day or the next week, from what I recall. And that became known in, in sports lore from that point on as the dreaded vote of confidence from ownership. You don't want, if you want to work for a long time in the Trump White House, and, and I think Lindsey Graham-Nisty know, knows this, and that's why he tried throwing Stephen Miller out there last week. The one, there are certain things in, in, in Trump's mind, certain cardinal sins you cannot commit. And if you allow it to be known, I think this was ultimately Steve Bannon's cardinal sin. If you allow it to be known or festered or fostered, or you are seeing seen as encouraging it or not denying it, that you are somehow Trump's Svengali. You are controlling him. You are the one really calling the shots. Oh, 
Trump's id is a jealous God and it will not share its glory with another. <laughs> okay? Absolutely blank no. That is verboten. And that is, that's a no-no. I mean, you, you, I mean, you can be the disastrous secretary, progressive secretary of state we have and just go out there and undermine Trump's policies with your actions. But when you get on camera, you blink three times and talk about how great Donald Trump is. Okay? I think that's why Lindsey Graham was trying to get rid of Stephen Miller. I think, he was, I think this was his play last week to, yeah, well, Trump doesn't really believe this immigration stuff. He just, you know, Stephen Miller is the guy directing this. Okay? Uh, because it's, he, I think Graham was making a play to Trump's ego. And, and, getting, and, and getting Trump to essentially walk, giving his ego an excuse to walk away from his immigration position. And it backfired on him, went the other way instead. That's why if I were John Kelly, that's, that's, if, I want, if I want to stay, if I have that sense of mission that you just described, I, I'm in the danger zone when people start saying, I'm the one really running the White House. That cannot happen in a Trump. Well, he's probably one of the few people on either side of the fence, though, that has the personal wherewithal to... To not appease that in himself. I mean, he's not going to go on camera, stick his foot in his mouth. I mean, he he's military through and through. He's just going right. to sit back. And so he's the least likely to be affected by that. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Oregon Redskin, Maryland will get a better seating in the NCAA men's basketball tournament than Michigan. So I don't, I don't think, I think Maryland's in trouble of even not making it. I mean, they have, they have one win over the, I think, RPI top 60 for the whole year. Uh, any of the bracketologies, and I mean, we're only, we're less than eight weeks from Selection Sunday, if you can believe that. I know most of us that are basketball college basketball fans just started like paying attention like a month ago when football ended, but they're not even in any of the bracketologies that I'm seeing right now. So um, I think Maryland's got a far bigger issue of getting into the tournament than what their seating's going to be. What he said. Agreed. All right. Joe Carter, Congress will pass meaningful border uh, security and or chain migration slash visa lottery legislation with DACA. When I asked Joe what meaningful meant, he said the actual that actual conservatives could support similar to tax bill, which wasn't really much more specific. But Congress, does he mean they that both houses will yes. pass a bill Con- that yep. we would approve of and put it on the president's desk? Yes. Sell. So. I think you probably got your legislation of significance that we would, as conservatives, be supportive enough of put on the president's desk with those tax cuts for the year. For the year. I said all last year they were never going to pass an Obamacare repeal. Did they pass one? No, they didn't. Now, they kind of st- found a way to do an end run around it when they, when they, at the very end of last year, when they put uh, the repeal of the taxes on the individual mandate into the tax bill. Um, but they could never come together on that. I, 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 think, I think there's election year gridlock even in the best of situations. Politicians have a tendency to uh, play defense while they're in a session and get out as often as they possibly can to do the least amount of damage as they as they possibly can to keep their heads underwater as much as they possibly can. This is another reason why I said after Trump got elected, get everything you can in year one 
because I mean, the, they will sit there and, and say, "Hey, we just got to get through this election year, and then come talk to me next year." So you throw throw in how dysfunctional the Republican caucus is because you have too many disparaging or disparate worldviews in there, Todd. Then you throw in your, the tradition of election year gridlock with the party in power trying to do as, as little harm as possible, to cause as little friction as possible. And I'm selling on this one. I, I think, I think the, for example, I don't think the Senate or the, in the House have any chance of coming together on a bill both chambers and their current makeup could support. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I, I think you are more likely to get Democrats agreeing to build a wall than you are the Republican caucus uh, to agree on what to do about uh, DACA and chain migration. I, I think that's the thrust of the issue. Um, and here, I, I've said this before uh, on the show. Aaron asked a question, what's what's the most uh, unconservative opinion that you have or something like that or falls out of line mm-hmm. with standard and it's 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 probably this one listen and steve steve just a couple of days ago laid out the, the statistics about how uh the uh approval of daca not even uh forget chain migration could alter our political landscape and thus affect every issue under the sun and i agree with him wholeheartedly about that but the simple fact of the matter at the end of the day is we could never expect uh immigrants who are not illegal immigrants who are not criminals other than committing that crime to care more about their laws than we have and it does make sense if we could permanently stop illegal immigration, if that was possible, to grant um, to grant amnesty, it, it. But there's just no way that people are going to break bread uh, around that, and for not even for bad reasons. So uh, I'm with I'm with Steve. Uh, there's it's not going to happen. All right, Jim Baer, I think this one's fairly good. Uh, Senate Intelligence Committee will look to NSA to try to get missing Peter Strzok text messages and receive no help. So they're going to go to the NSA, and the NSA is going to be like, yep, no can do, no room at the end. For those that are wondering why would they go to the NSA, is the, has, is the uh, Snowden yep. Yep. Uh, whistleblown mass surveillance agency that um, is, is believed to have been are believed to be the enterprise that is monitoring everything that all of you are saying and doing, etc. cetera, uh, like that uh, scene of the dark night. Um, I could buy that. I could buy that. Um, my, I will buy it because my default setting is cynicism. Where it could be wrong is if the Nunez memo is, is is what its hype machine is claiming. If it is that, then there's a lot of leverage there that not too many congressmen, even just a few members of the House Freedom Caucus guys, could exert over an agency like that in terms of its funding from an appropriation standpoint, things of that nature. So, you know, one of the great ironies here is you, is you had you have Jeff Flake talking about President Trump is like Stalin 
just days after he voted to give the president's White House sweeping surveillance powers by continuing the surveillance program. That's one of the great ironies here. He, this, Trump is so much like Joseph Stalin that Jeff Flake's going to vote to let him spy on all of us. Is essentially Jeff Flake's argument, right? The other, on the other side of this, though, you have a bunch of Republican congressmen who just two weeks ago voted to renew mm-hmm. this spying program are now, the one, are now among those that are out there hyping up what is in, um, you know, what's in the Nunez memo. Mm-hmm. So... There is so much political entanglement here that I am tempted to put a hold on this. But I'm going to I'm really going to try and hold out using a hold this year as long as I possibly can. So I will go with buy although I'm not confident in it. Lock it in, Todd. I will sell uh seems like way too much of a uh Pandora's box. I mean, these guys aren't even good at controlling supposed knowns like the Nunez memo. Uh, it would appear in terms of the posturing that's going on right now about, uh, we got it, we got it, but it's still, no one knows what it is. 200 people have seen it. Uh, so I, I just, this strikes me as a bridge too far. Okay, don't I, don't I have can, the stones. I can, yeah, I can excite the, An obvious question. If they went to the NSA and said, hey, give us those texts, and if they said, we don't have them either, what's an obvious follow-up question to that explanation from the NSA? What the hell are we giving, are, do we even have this program then? I mean, what good are you? What good are, the one time we actually needed something from you, you can't provide it? The one time you can actually justify to the American people that you're not just sitting here sifting through our... Uh, you know, our sex and, and you know, the, the, the nude selfies we're sending out, you know, over our Tinder and Grinder accounts. Um, the one time you could show us this is a legitimate enterprise and settle an issue for us, you can't supply it. That's a devastating narrative. On the other hand, though, I can see a lot of congressmen who may not want to have to justify voting for this endeavor later on. They got to explain the exact same thing because we're told we have to let these people spy on us for our own security and then... When they are called upon to settle a matter of deep division within the country, they are incapable of doing so. I mean, a lot of people would look foolish where that is concerned. Don't you think, Todd? I do. But when you put it, when you talk about the Tinder and Grindr accounts with as much time and money as this government wastes, um, that if if that's all they were doing, compared to what a lot of other departments are doing, man, we 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 kind of. Just shake the dust off our feet and call it a day and say, you know what? This ain't this ain't so bad. <laughs> uh, let's see. Shelley Randall. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing your name incorrectly. Republicans pick up three to four Senate seats in November after successful tax reform legislation and economic growth. Say that again. Republicans pick up three to four Senate seats in November after successful tax reform legislation and economic growth. Um... I could, I could, demographically, Missouri is a, is a seat they could flip, but they have a bad candidate there again. You know, this time, the conservative candidate let everybody down with, uh, you know, with his comments six years ago, and now the establishment candidates, the guy with the, the you know, the affair and the alleged uh, blackmail scheme, 
So I'm not sure who their candidate is there. West Virginia demographically is in their favor. I'm not sure what candidate they have against Joe Manchin there. So I'm going to sell on that. I think it's I think it is still likely Republicans will retain their majority in the Senate. I could see them gaining maybe a seat or two. I think three or four. Um, and and I'm one of the few out there that's actually attempting to, you know, look at most of the other people that are doing the sort of data projection and analysis that I've done the last few years and that have already baked into the cake. It's a huge Democratic year. I I've said from the start of the year, hold your horses on that. All right. We still have a very polarized electorate. We still have a very pro-Republican map. So let's, you know, let's actually let people vote before we decide that the paradigm is shifted one way or the other. But I think forecasting gaining three or four seats, even with my caution, is, is a little too optimistic for my taste. Todd? This, I'm not going to hold. I am going to sell. It is... T- too optimistic if i had to put money down now but it is january that election is in november right it is it is possible we could gain four it's possible we could lose four i mean i don't i i don't think you can say that in most cycles i i i think we are that fickle i think the, the potential of the one who is dumb as last loses can be so striking and it can be so striking just a week before the election that it could sway things again, as you said, again with candidates who I think are going to be quite, um, quite different than we've had in the past in some cases. Um, I, I, I and part of that is the reason is uh, the people who may have gotten in before. I, I look at the look at the senators who are leaving right now, the the congressmen who are leaving right now, and I think the number one reason has right got to be. Right now, there are more retirements. Yes, Republican majority majority Republican retirements than there than there were Democrat retirements the entire 1994 cycle yeah. which was the republicans historic revolution in that election year and i think they think and if i i don't trust my instincts anymore i think the, the the ground underneath me is shifting so much i just don't know how to play this game uh anymore i'm uncertain i'm scared and so i if that vacuum is also going to affect people who would have run before and it's going to bring in a whole different level of people and i think it's going to be unpredictable i mean you talk about we don't know how to play the game anymore i mean half of our television show today was about the prospect of whether or not a major political party is preemptively attempting to undermine one of the chief institutions that protects the freedoms and liberties of the American people for their own partisan tribalism, or whether that entity, who does play a vital role in protecting the liberties and freedoms of the American people, just compromised its mission to shill for the other party. Think about that. Yeah. There's really not a middle ground on that. Is there a middle ground really on that? It's one or the other, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I, I don't. Do you sense much of a middle ground on that story, Aaron? Is it kind of not one or the other? Yeah. Or, or it's either to me. It's either Republicans are lying through their teeth that have read that memo right now, or we don't even want to contemplate banana republic stuff over that is that the FBI has become. And neither one of those potential resolutions I find all that comforting. What about no. you, Orson? No, that's what I'm saying. They're deeply troubling, no matter which one it is, right? So 
when we're when we're having that conversation, I don't know how anybody knows that what they're saying really means almost automatically. We don't know. We don't know. We're we're going places. We've we've we're going places and contemplating things and saying things. I I remember when people got mad at me for even calling Obama a liar. And I'd even have conservative listeners call me and say, "Hey, that's not how we talk about a president." Now we just call politicians liars about stuff they're not even lying about. We just throw it out there. Now you now now we just have major cable news networks literally calling the president of the United States a racist. Literally, not even like hinting at it, not even using, you know, racial insensitivity, just literally saying he's a racist. He's a Nazi sympathizer. We, we are, we have, we, there are no restraints remaining culturally. And when that is the case, that means I, everybody ought to be very hesitant about being in a hurry to be deadly wrong about something. I mean, I, I saw a clip of Don Lemon last night essentially blaming Trump for alleged th- an alleged threat against CNN. If that's true, does that mean that all the time CNN called um, Trump and Republicans racists and said they were trying to kill people by repealing Obamacare? Are they to blame for the near assassination uh, Bernie Sanders supporter tried to pull off at a suburban Virginia ball field last uh, June? Are they, are they to blame for that then? The answer would be yeah. Yeah. Except self-awareness is dead, so I, I only get to only have to I only now have to consider the half of the equation in my favor. That's how too many people in this line of work and in our political jet stream, uh, that's how they occupy their time nowadays. I don't have to consider the opposite. I only have to consider what I prefer to be true. Well, if that's the era era in which we live, then Fox Mulder is right. Trust no one. Our wit says in response to President Trump's rebuke. Lindsey Graham and one other senator switched parties, giving Senate control to the Democrats. I think this is more possible than people think, particularly if Graham is not going to run again. I think when you have the level of self, when you are drunk on the level of sanctimonious self-righteousness that that guy has lived off of for years... And this is his whole life. He has no family. He has no wife. He has no kids. He has no legacy other than his political name. It's, it's, uh, it's, he's Gollum, Lindsey Graham is. And I think when you are Gollum, I think just about anything's possible. I could foresee a scenario. Trump goes in and talks to Robert Mueller, which I've been telling you all along he should absolutely not do. Goes in there, talks to Robert Mueller, and pisses all over himself like he did with Lester Holt and says, yeah, I did the whole thing. I'm all along. Everybody gets into their partisan Maginot lines, right? And it's on now. And I could just see Lindsey Gramnesty just saying, you know, I'm out of here anyway. I'm not running again. You know? Lindsey Gramnesty is like, the, is like George Wallace was on segregation. Amnesty today, amnesty tomorrow, amnesty forever. I could see that, actually. I don't think that's as nuts. I don't think it's as nuts. I mean, he acts and operates like one now. If, if the Democrats moved to the center on Israel, Lindsey Graham would be perfectly in alignment with their caucus. The only thing he is to the right of them on is Israel. Everything else he's in perfect alignment with them on. So I don't think this is nuts at all. Is there a time limit on this? Or at some point, did he on, on the question? 
No time limit. Nope. I'm gonna buy it. I think it's, I'm gonna buy that. That is that is more possible. I think than people think. Yeah, I'm gonna buy it. I can see it. I'm, I mean, he's operating as if he's one now. Yep. I'm selling because of the John McCain factor. He's tight with him. I I, I don't think he's going to betray that friendship. And and you said the one other. Well, then said, well, what if it's McCain? McCain uh, may fit much of the bill that. Uh, Steve just said regarding being a progressive anyways, but he was once the Republican standard bearer. He's he's not going to tarnish his legacy by becoming a Democrat, so I don't think um, his buddy is going to either. Blake Johnson says James Bond gets cast as a female character within the next 10 years. Bye. Bye. That's an easy bye. Uh, Steve, tax prep Steve. Um, <laughs> that's his name on Twitter. Nobody will go to jail for the much ballyhooed FBI memo. And now I will use my hold. I, I don't I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna keep what I said on the television show. I'm not taking any stance on this until I can read the memo for myself. Just like on the tax cuts. I believe Republicans are just as capable of lying to me as Democrats are, and they have. And their lies hurt more because I've helped put too many of them in office to then turn around and lie to me. All right? So, yeah, especially given the original tax proposal Republicans put out there. Remember last fall, I was telling you guys that's the uh, Lose the House in 2018 Act. Remember that? I mean, the, the, the version that came out of the House was oh, essentially yeah. to tax the suburbs and, lo- like, and lose every swing district in America. That was the original like Paul Ryan tax ago. bill. That was last uh, September. <laughs> okay? So that was their original attempt at tax reform was a legislation that was openly going to lose the House of Representatives next year. And the Senate cleaned it up. So that's why I didn't immediately jump to their defense when the Democrats claimed they were raising taxes on people because originally they were going to. And then ultimately I said, hey, let's just wait and see, is there more money in my check or not? Well, before we even see more money in our checks, that's supposed to happen at some point this next pay period or in some in the second one in February. We're already seeing major corporations, based off of the assumption of the savings they're going to receive from the federal government, passing those savings on to their employees. You see who the latest one was? Yeah. Disney? S- no, Starbucks. And I saw Starbucks, that's, too. That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Would you like to have a conversation? Apple, Apple Starbucks, and Disney <laughs> are the last three. How about that? Does it get more progressive than those well, three? Put that on your coffee cups, right, guys. So the only thing left now would be Amazon, but I think they already did. Didn't Amazon already do it? Uh, they were one sure. of the first ones, I thought. But we're, we're already seeing that what the Democrats claimed on taxes was a lie. We've already seen the evidence of that, so we know they lied to us. I, don't, I, I, think, I think a bunch of Republicans blowing this whole thing out of proportion. Or let's say they're not blowing it out of proportion. Let's say what they read in the Nunez memo is what's in there. And then we get down to the end, and Nunez, right before it gets released, and Nunez is like, uh, you guys are really going to put this out there? Yeah, I don't, I don't think I can back all this. <laughs> Do, could, could you see that happening? I could. I think I could see almost anything happening right now. Almost anything. So my position on the memo I have no position until I get to read it myself. Just like I had no position on the tax cuts until I get to see the outcome of the legislation myself. So for that reason, I will remain with where I was at on the television show, take my own advice, and Todd here, I will place my hold 
and I think it's so necessary, I'm willing to take my deserved lashes for, for doing so. So I would sell if I think there are going to be arrests, correct? Based on the framing of the question, Aaron? I, th- uh, I think you yes. said there was. Yes. So I think I'm going to sell based on Daniel's Horowitz's appearance on the television show. At the very least, what's the, the main FBI investigator? P- Peter Strzok. Yeah. I think that guy may end up going to jail. I mean, all these emails that are suddenly missing, uh, the, it it stinks to high heaven. And I can see the Republicans basically just basically getting all excited over that and that alone. And if it didn't go any further than just one guy's insane level of uh, uh, hubris, um, that's really not enough unfortunately, to get as excited as we have been, but it's still enough to send this guy to jail. Remember in our last show when I did my crystal ball predictions for 2018? Yes. One of my predictions was that Mueller will salvage his panel and investigation by doing what? Indicting a Democrat. There he is. This is the, This is how he could do it right here. Whoa! If Mueller wanted to salvage his probe... And if he wanted to make himself essentially bulletproof up against Trump's political um, uh, uh, political posse, if they just came out and said, this guy's a fraud, this guy deceived his own um, superiors and deceived this panel. And the reason we're going after Trump and Russian collusion is because we don't believe this is proper behavior of our public officials, and we believe that so much that when someone who swore an oath to uphold and protect your rights and liberties against things like Russian collusion operates this way, right. we make an example out of him. Yeah. If he were to do that, that would be a game changer on this investigation which to me looks like it's t- it's the it's the Emmett Otter's jug band Christmas investigation. There is a hole in the wash tub and it's growing and it's gaping. This thing's taken on water. Emmett, in fact, is waving goodbye, cruel world, to his mama otter. He's about to drown. That's where the Mueller investigation is right now, guys. It is it is drowning. All right. Abandon hope, all ye who enter. One way if I were if I were Robert Mueller, how would I salvage it? Public opinion gods need an offering, need a sacrifice. I'd give him one. And his name is Peter Strzok. And I introduce him to the bottom side of the biggest bus in, in, in inside the Beltway. And I run over him repeatedly on Fox News with it. That's what I would do. My mind just got blown. I think we should just close in prayer and go home. <laughs> <laughs> I maybe should write that column. No, you should. That might be. A, I maybe should I write remember, that column. You should uh, and link it back. Link it back to. Uh, you probably said or or wrote something about that. I do remember you saying what you just said, salvaging the investigation by indicting a, a Democrat. That was probably like a day group prediction or something but like that. Since mm-hmm. I triggered what you just said and pulled you perhaps off your hold with my cell, do you want to reconsider? Your hold. No. You can't do that. I can't reconsider it. But even if, if you guys allowed me to, if you gave me a special papal dispensation, I would not do it. And the reason why I wouldn't do it is because I am 
I am dismayed. I was trying to look for what word I was willing to use. I am dismayed at the lack of political. See, just like people say, we argue too much in our country, and my argument is we actually don't argue enough. We're not really arguing at all. We're just we're just we're flinging poop yeah, at each that's, other. Yeah, that's not an argument. Okay. Um, the argument is Mueller's probe is too politicized. See, I don't think it's been political enough. I think it's the other way around. What do I mean by that? I mean, he has not been as self-aware about the political machinations surrounding his panel as he should have been. He should have already done the minute the first round of Strzok text came out. I think it was Martha McCallum at Fox originally broke this story. The, the minute the first round of Strzok text, text came out, he should have been in front of a camera defending the integrity of his panel right then and there. Right then and there. He has let weeks and now going on months of damage to his panel go by to the point now there is polling today that shows nearly an over, I think it's 48% nearly a majority of Americans believe there ought to be an independent counsel hired to investigate the Department of Justice and the FBI. Okay, that, that's <laughs> when Mueller should know from his time putting mobsters and criminal syndicates behind bars, when the jury is as willing to investigate the prosecution as they are the defendant, you've lost. You lost the trial, guys. It's over. Don't even send it to a verdict. This is where you fake. You, this is where you bring the defendant in. You try to fake leverage and getting him to sign off on a plea agreement because. A not guilty verdict is probably coming. Some jury nullifications on its way. They have lost. I, I would have never guessed someone that spent his time dealing in the most elite political circles. That's how you get to be the second longest serving director of the FBI through multiple administrations and different parties. You understood the political, uh, uh, the political realities that you're operating in. He clearly has not. Clearly has not. He's been overwhelmed by them, and, and some of it self-inflicted. That's why if you gave me the chance to remove my hold, I wouldn't take it, because I don't think, to me, I think we're talking about a guy that has made immense contributions to the country that cannot be debated. What also can't be debated is that he's not, from what we've seen, not quite as savvy as we would have hoped. You know, there's book smart, and then there's street smart, you know what I'm saying, okay? There's court, there's court smart, and then there's street smart. I've not seen a guy that's been really street smart for the last few weeks, and it, it's like the old um, it's like the old uh, punch punch out game, body blow, body blow, body blow. Remember that? Heard, heard oh, that yes. sound? You're talking. That's what the Mueller panel has a body blow, body blow, body blow. I mean, they're just sitting there waiting for somebody to wind up and knock him out. He needs a hail mary pass, something radical, radical. This would be it, but I don't. I don't see much evidence that he's savvy enough to, to come to that conclusion on his own. So, no, I wouldn't remove my hold. Final thoughts. What did we learn here today, gentlemen? Boy, I learned that uh, this thing with the Nunez memo, it had better be actually it, – it had better live up to the build, billing or else it's going to be like the government shutdown was for the Democrats except for – um, you know, times a hundred. That's that's what it's going to be like for the for the Republicans in their base if it ends up being a nothing burger. So they, what she said on the TV show, I think at the beginning they're playing a dangerous game. This thing needs to actually come through. Todd, what'd you learn? 
And I learned that we may have a special council functioning in perpetuity. Uh, I I just don't see our our politics improving to the extent uh, they become so dirty, so partisan. Uh, in, in jobs that aren't supposed to be uh, remotely partisan that I, you know, we, we have one right now it's not going well and we're calling for another one I mean this snowball is only going to get bigger and more grotesque it's just going to be like a per- it might as well just be a permanent ombudsman's office I pledge allegiance to the special counsel yes of the United States of America and that's why someone whom many of you listening know or at least have heard of advocated almost a year ago at this time from the very beginning not to hire a special counsel. Have your duly elected members of Congress who have full subpoena power and with today's technology make everything on camera so I can watch on my phone, on my mobile device, DVR and watch later, put it all on camera let our duly elected officials who are directly accountable to us be the ones that conduct this investigation and ask the questions and we get to watch the way in which they conduct their affairs as well as the way that those that are under oath answer the questions and we get to make up our minds for ourselves rather than farming this out and creating another bureaucracy another ngo another nga and we just do the time warp again didn't if you're a democrat didn't you get enough of ken Starr? if you're a republican didn't you get enough of lawrence walsh enough people under oath with a duly elected body with constitutional oversight, everybody doing their damn jobs, and the job, the damn job of the people is to watch and be informed on what's going on. And if the people aren't informed enough to get to the truth, then they don't deserve it. And if the politicians don't have enough integrity when the camera's on to act accordingly, they don't deserve to be reelected. Either way, everything's out in the open. What's out in the open right now? Nothing. If you guys can go back and find out who said this, on multiple forums and on cable news shows and wrote this column. And, and if you guys can find out who that guy is, man, give him a helmet sticker because he was freaking psychic. He's like a prophet. He saw this whole thing coming a mile away. Can you guys remember who that was? Because I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. You too? Can't think of who it was? Yeah, neither can I. He was kind of humble. He was. In fact, is I he, remember him specifically saying no one's better at being humble than him. I remember that too. Is he wearing a shirt with his own name on it right now? <laughs> <laughs> points Gryffindor and on that I'll do it for today now both of my employees one on television and the other one on podcast have pulled my pants down <laughs> checks in the mail gentlemen thank you but not a race okay stevenstevedace.com is the email address like me on Facebook follow us on Twitter at Steve Dace Show back at it again tomorrow until then John 317 is Steve Dace. I like it, you.